A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Saginaw Valley State won the Axe Bowl over Northwood 35-14 this past Saturday. The Axe remains red and will be staying in Saginaw for another season. The Cardinals are now 3-0, and I caught up with head coach Ryan Brady on Thursday just as his team was getting ready to cross the Mackinac Bridge into Michigan's Upper Peninsula. The Cardinals are in Houghton this Saturday as they take on Michigan Tech. My conversation with head coach Ryan Brady starts now. You told me last week that Northwood is the game on the schedule, and now that you've won the last four meetings, what does this winning streak mean to you personally? Yeah, you know, it means a lot, obviously, um, having grown up in this area. Um, you know, born and raised in Saginaw County, and you know, known about the Expo uh, my whole life, so to be a part of uh, that tradition and that rivalry is humbling. And to have been fortunate enough now to have uh, uh, been a part of three wins in a row here as the head coach, it's, um, it's special. So this game saw another huge performance from your defense. Six sacks, a pick, and a fumble. But I got to tell you, the biggest eye-opening stat of them all, when I was looking at the stat sheet, Northwood ran the ball 30 times in this game for only 25 yards. What was it like for you to see that stat after the game? Yeah, obviously it's very um, uh, it's very pleasing um, to see the defensive line and uh, front seven dominant up front like that. Um, that's where it starts for us. I mean, that's what that's what we want to be is you know, we want to be a team that's known for stopping the run. And, um, you know, we were we were really solid um, in 2021 stopping the run, um, but uh, we're really excited about this group. Um, we got a lot of guys back from last year um, that have all, you know, spent a year in the weight room and have aged and matured. And so uh, we're seeing the results of that development. One of your biggest contributors on defense in this game was junior Jacob Dorn. He had two and a half of those sacks that you guys picked up on Saturday. How pleased were you with his contributions? Uh, you know, I'm just very happy for Jake. Uh, he's worked extremely hard. He's he just uh, recovered from a, a torn ACL. Um, and just to watch him rehab in the manner that um, he has over the last year has just been incredible. Um, and so he was he had, he had a couple sacks, like literally at his fingertips um, against Bowie State. And so me and him kind of were talking about it. And I said, oh, man, can you get your first sack this week? And he's like, oh, coach, I'm just so close. And I said, oh, don't worry, it'll happen. And then literally on the first play of the game, he got a sack. And you know, he got up and gave me a, gave me a look. And, you know, flexed his arms, and you know, I said, just keep, keep, keep going after him, and uh, he obviously had a great game. Clearly, getting that first play out of the way really fired him up and got him that second one. 
we have talked uh, for two weeks in a row now about players that you've had on your roster that have had to bounce back from serious injuries and are now making tremendous strides and contributions to your team. What does that say about the grit and determination of your squad? Yeah, it's just our culture. You know, our culture is to earn it, you know, and we just have a blue-collar uh, mentality here. Um, and so, you know, we have six core values that, that drive our program, you know, and the number one, it starts with uh, effort, um, the kind of effort we want to use uh, day in, day out. It's a championship effort. You know, we want to outwork everyone, um, you know, and then we, we combine that with a championship attitude and a championship mentality. Um, you know, and then we talk about respect an awful lot in our program um, and the way we treat people. Um, but the end and earn is just to never give up. Um, and our kids are extremely resilient here. Um, and then the I and it's intentional, and then the T is together. And so um, you know, that's what it means to earn it. Um, and our, our, our kids are demonstrating you know, our core values um, and our culture uh, every single day here. And it's, uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun so far. Getting back to Jake, when did you first notice him and want to make him a part of this program? Well, he was, um, he was here when I got here. Um, and so I, I knew about Jake. He's from St. John's High School, which is, um, you know, not far from, uh, you know, my hometown in Chesney. And so um, I was aware of Jake. And, um, you know, Jake was going to be probably a Division One player. He was a Mac caliber player coming out of high school. And then he, he, he tore his ACL um, in high school. And so uh, his recruiting kind of fell off a little bit. Um, and he ended up at Saginaw. But he's, he's recovered from three ACL injuries. And so... Um, you know, here, here he is, you know, 20, 23 years old. Um, and he's, you know, he's a junior on the field. He still has one more year after this. He wants it. He's, you know, he's about three quarters of the way done with his master's degree. And uh, he's just an unbelievable um, worker um, in person. And um, I'm really happy for him. Uh, he started here at Saginaw as a true freshman uh, the year before I got here. Um, and then my first season, he broke his hand and played with a broken hand in the club. Um, you know, his basically his redshirt or his redshirt sophomore year, and then you know, then we had the pandemic, and then he tore his ACL, and so you know, it's been a it's been a long haul for him. It's been a couple of years since he's been on the field, but um, boy, is all the hard work paying off. He looks he looks great out there. This guy has an unbelievable passion for this game. To come back from three ACLs and a broken hand, what do you admire most about that? You know, I. <laughs> I really admire, um, you know, his leadership and his toughness. I mean, he just pushes um, everybody in the building um, with just the way that he works. And just his standard is so high. Um, and so he, he's just holding guys accountable for everything. I mean, you know, when the clock struck zero at the end of the second quarter last week in Snorkwood, I mean, before we even were walking in the locker room, you know, he, he brought the whole team up um, on his own and just started just, just laying into everybody um, that we weren't playing up to our standard and, you know, being up 14 to seven and a half, um, you know, wasn't good enough. Um, and this is the kind of person he is. And that's, um, um, he's a huge leader for us. I'm sure you're happy for all your guys for that opportunity to keep the ax red and at Saginaw Valley state. But did it mean just a little bit more to see a guy like Dorn make the contributions that he did and be such a key contributor to the win? Oh, without question, you know, to see, um, you know, it's, it's it's just great to see young people overcome um, adversity and adapt to adversity. And I've seen so many of my guys. You know, Noah Suber is another guy who was you know, second-team all-conference um, last year. He tore his ACL. And, you know, him and Jake and Nick Whiteside, you know, 
Casey Williams, you know, all of those guys had to overcome you know, serious, serious uh, injuries to get back and to see them now playing at the level that they're playing at and to see them all like, you know, rehab and make it back, you know, way ahead of schedule. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. I'm just so proud of those guys. Now, last week, you made some comparisons between your quarterback, Andrew Brito, and Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals. And I'm not sure who benefited more from that comparison because just you saying that really sent some good vibes to both of those guys. Kyler Murray had that insane comeback against Vegas uh, this past Sunday. But then your guy, quarterback Anthony Brito, was named the GLIAC Offensive Player of the Week. He threw for 248 yards and two touchdowns, and then he ran for another 110 yards on the ground, scored another touchdown on the ground. How thrilled are you to see him stand out as the top offensive guy in the GLIAC? He obviously played really well, um, which is not surprising to me because I've seen what he can do, um, you know, every day in practice. And so, uh, you know, it was only a matter of time um, until he got to put his, um, you know, his arm um, and his legs on display there. Um, he hasn't had to do much um, in the first two weeks because he's just been so dominant running the football. Um, and our offensive line has been so dominant. But, you know, Andrew really um, gives our offense an edge. Um, you know, he's, um, he's definitely a difference maker, and he was a big difference maker um, on Saturday. And he created some big plays, and um, those big plays uh, proved to be like a big, um, a big key component to um, to winning that game on Saturday. I thought Northland did a very nice job. Uh, they had a good game plan. I thought they executed well. Um, and they definitely hung around, and so, you know, that, the the game was a lot closer than what the score indicated, and, um, you know, that, the game was stressful throughout for me, uh, probably until about the middle of the fourth, when um, I think Andrew pulled it on a big, long um, zone read um, run, and I took it to the house for 61 yards. That really kind of cracked it open. Like you said, this game was a little bit closer than the scoreboard might have indicated, but you guys have done a tremendous job lighting up the scoreboard in your first three games. You are averaging right now 49 points a game. You guys are really clicking right now on offense. What's been working well for you guys on that unit? Yeah, it all starts up front. You know, our offensive line and our tight ends um, have been tremendous. Um, and then we've got a, a three-headed monster at running back. Um you know, and then um, obviously we're getting a productive uh, play from the quarterbacks. But, you know, we've only turned the ball over one time in the first three games. You know, and that's, that's just critically important. Um, if you can take care of the football um, and you can finish drives with touchdowns, um, you know, that's, that's huge. But um, we've had great balance um, and we've been very efficient on offense. And so those have been some of the keys to um, our success early on. And certainly the pollsters have taken notice of what you guys are doing. You are ranked this week in the American Football Coaches Association Top 25 Division II poll. You guys are pulling in right now at number 19. How are you guys reacting to that spot? You know, I don't know. We haven't talked about it one time. So um, I know one thing, they're really locked in on Michigan Tech. You know, last year we went up to Michigan Tech to, uh, the last game of the regular season uh, up there in Houghton and um, you know, lost, lost uh, 21 to 20, and uh, definitely left left. Uh, it was definitely a bittersweet ending to uh, what we thought was uh, potentially going to be an eight and three campaign, and potentially um, you know a, a playoff for. Um, and so, you know, this one's um, this one's got that uh, Bowie State feel for us. Um, you know, our kids have had this one circled on the calendar for 
um, you know, since we walked off that field last year. So uh, it's been a great week of practice. Our guys are locked in, and um, we're ready to chase the wolf. I was just going to ask you all of that, and you took care of that for me because I remember looking at what happened at last year's game, how they played spoiler to a lot of your guys' plans last season. How much of that has been talked about this week in practice? Yeah, you know, we haven't had to talk much about it, um, but I, I can tell it's on our players' minds. I mean, they've been um, – I mean, the energy level for that practice was, was, was really good. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun out there for the coaches. I must have three different coaches say, man, that was fun today. And I'm like, yeah, it was, just because our kids are so locked in and, um, and you guys are ready to go. But, um, you know, there, there's just a lot of players in this team that played in that game last year that didn't play up to their standard. And so, um, you know, it's made, uh, it's made them better players. Um, a lot of them have had to look in the mirror and say, you know, wow, um, you know, uh, that they disappointed themselves. And so uh, I expect us to play, um, you know, one of our best games this season on this Saturday. Well, certainly you can't overlook a Michigan Tech just because they've lost their last two games. You, you know you're going to have to really go in there and stay focused on the task at hand. What is uh, kind of the mindset uh, as you guys get ready to go into Houghton and face this team? What are some things that you're going to have to be always aware of? Yeah, well, um, you know, they played two really good opponents. Um, you know, last week they played Midwestern State. Um, you know, that's one of the best teams in the Lone Star Conference uh, in Division Two in Texas. Um, it's Midwestern State and Commerce are, you know, trading um, conference championships every other year. So that was a big road game. They, they led for 49 minutes um, in that game and really lost um, in, the, in the last uh, seconds. So it was a heartbreaking defeat for them. But I thought they controlled and dominated the game. Um, and then the week before that, they, they, they traveled all the way to uh, St. Thomas in Minnesota. They're an FCS team. And they're, they're, you know, they're a powerhouse, you know, and so. They played two really good opponents. It's a really good Michigan Tech team. Um, you know, they're very disciplined. This is like this is like going and playing Iowa, you know, Northwestern. I mean, that's that's what we do. We got to take a road trip, and we got to go play a team that's um, extremely disciplined, hard nosed, and physical. Um, and so, you know, last last year we knew that, and uh, went up there, and we just didn't play our best. We made some mistakes, and got a credit tech. They, they they took advantage and made some plays. You know, they scored two touchdowns last year on, you know, a fourth and 11 and a fourth and 26. You know, so that's obviously disappointing, um, you know, when you lose by a point and, you know, you give up touchdowns kind of in those situations. Um, they got to get a good tech credit. So, um, you know, we got to go up there and take care of the football and we got to tackle well. You know, I didn't think we tackled very well a year ago. Um, but, you know, it's always tough, man. You cross the bridge, um, you know, when you're down 10. I mean, that's just uh, that's the way it is when you're playing in the UP up at, Northern Michigan or at Michigan Tech, it's those are tough road games, um, long road trips. Um, and those those both of those schools play really well at home, um, and so you're gonna have to be prepared. And, um, you know, they're they're a smart, well coached, disciplined football team, um, so they're gonna have to beat them. So um, our plan's gonna be to go attack them. You know, we wanna we wanna go and attack them and get after them. Speaking of road trips, you guys are getting to go to one of my favorite places ever, and that is the UP. I pretty much have fallen in love with every aspect of the Upper Peninsula. You know it's a long road trip, but it's also one where you get to see the UP at a time when the leaves are changing and the atmosphere is changing out there. What are those road trips like to the UP? Yeah, they're great. It's like being on vacation, honestly, with your team and your coaches and your players. You know, I'm on the bus right now. 
you know, and I'm looking, I'm looking out at the leaves and the trees right now. We're almost to the bridge, you know, and so we make this a two-day trip um, and, and break it up because um, this is how important um, this trip is. So we're taking the extra time and we'll walk through at Marquette High School tomorrow and usually we'll stop at Northern Michigan and, and go and walk through in their indoor and um, we'll be in the dome and, and just kind of take it all in, you know, um, but it's, it's definitely great. Um, it's definitely a great trip um, coming up here. Um, it's definitely a good experience for our guys and uh, we have a lot of fun when we cross the bridge. It is going to be a great trip for you, but there's some work involved in this little mini vacation for you. So you know you're going to have to do a lot to get the job done this weekend. Coach Ryan Brady, thank you so much for making the call as you are about to cross the Mackinac Bridge, the Mighty Mac. I hope you guys have a great time up there, and we'll be scoreboard watching, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, Steph. I appreciate you having me on. Want more on Saginaw Valley State football? Then head to my website, aduffsaid.com. For all things Said, you can listen on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.